Moving on now and changing up the subject, 7.43, nine years have passed already since the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear disaster. Time does fly. In a, in a sense, though, it feels like it has been just forever that way, that Fukushima has had this association. It's hard to think of a reference to Fukushima without this uh, nuclear contamination uh, overshadowing things. Uh, apparently, though, newly found evidence of recontamination is raising concerns ahead of the Tokyo Olympics. Still set to be held this summer, but uh, very much under doubt. Greenpeace Japan's findings of high levels of radioactivity in the aftermath of two typhoons last year run counter to the Abe administration's claim that radioactivity in Fukushima has been normalised under its decontamination programme. Sean Burney is a senior nuclear specialist with Greenpeace Germany and joins us on the line. Thank you for taking the time. Good morning. So it was last week that Greenpeace launched this report titled Radioactivity on the Move 2020, Recontamination and Wealth-Related Effects in Fukushima. Um, Mr. Bernie, the first thing I'd like to say is here you are representing Greenpeace and here we are in South Korea. Uh, If a neutral historian in the future was studying our account of things, they would think that we've got far too much um, skin in the game to give a a, a neutral observation. So that said, can you address these concerns and even address the the, the, the counterclaims that that Japanese uh, counterarguments might claim that that we're taking things too seriously, for example? Yeah, so... um we conduct annual surveys in Fukushima and have been doing so since 2011 in March. Um, the survey last year over a three-week period just happened to coincide in the immediate aftermath of the, the largest typhoon to hit Japan in, in, in many decades. And a smaller typhoon also happened while we were there. And what was very clear is that the levels that we were measuring, there was two main effects we seem to be uh, detecting. One, the radiation levels in certain areas, because we've been measuring over a number of years, there were levels that were lower, uh, significantly lower, uh, and they cannot be explained by radioactive decay. And that's the radioactivity that we're measuring. It's a thing called cesium-137, uh, and that has a half-life of 30 years. So you don't expect to see much change from year to year. It's over many, many decades, actually, you'll notice a change. And there were some significant reductions. Uh, that couldn't be explained by that, that decay. And secondly, we also found hotspots that were not there in past years. And we saw clear evidence of radioactivity coming out of the forest in small streams where we found high levels. All of that is, according to the Japanese government, is not a threat, uh, barely exists as far as the Abbey government is concerned. But the measurements are there. We've never been challenged on our measurements. Uh, in fact, when we presented the results from the J Village, which you will hear about a lot next week if the Olympic torch route proceeds, uh, the Japanese government, although they didn't really want to acknowledge our information, they ordered the nuclear company TEPCO on the 3rd of December to remove at least the highest spot that we'd found. Um, but the Japanese government is in a, is in a, is in a bind. It, it does not want to talk about what the real complex radiation situation is in Fukushima. As far as they're concerned, nine years on, everything is returning to normal. Yeah. And for what it's worth, I personally would love that to be the case. I, I, I'd find it immensely comforting to know uh, that, uh, that Fukushima is clear of 
dangerous levels of radiation. Mm. Um, I, I would like to ask you, though, whether even if the COVID-19 situation wasn't where it's at now, would we be able to safely hold the, the Olympics as they're currently planned, given everything you've just said? So I think the the situation is distinguished between the torch route, which starts next week in Fukushima, which is in all the municipalities, and the two sporting events that are supposed to be held in July uh, near Fukushima City, which is about 80 kilometers northwest of the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant. So when we measured around the Azuma Stadium, which is where the baseball and softball will take place, the levels are between two and five times above what they were before the accident in 2011. So they are above the levels that existed in the natural environment before, uh, but they're by far not the highest uh, in Fukushima. And in that sense, there is a, a minimal radiation risk to athletes, spectators in that area. However, when we move to Fukushima City itself, which is a few kilometers away, uh, the stadium is on the outskirts, around the central stadium, uh, around station, central station, which is where most people would be arriving from Tokyo on the bullet train, um, again, the levels generally measured at one meter in background are between two and five times above pre-2011 accident. But in a matter of hours, we found 45 radiation hotspots in the middle of pavements, in the side of the, the gutters, directly outside the station, uh, in areas where people were walking. Now, of course, these are high levels, 100, 140 times above what you would see in 2011 before the accident. No one is actually going to live in those spots. They're very concentrated, but they're, they're, they signify that there's a radiation contamination problem that shouldn't be there. More seriously, uh, the science over the last years has indicated that there are these particles, very small particles, that are so small that you can inhale them and they are very high concentrations of reactivity and they have the risk of lodging into the lung, giving a very concentrated dose. Now, what's the probability of that? Impossible to say, but they're everywhere. And the problem is you just don't know. So unlike the Japanese government, we say it, people need to be informed. They need to make a, a judgment as to whether they want to take that opportunity to witness the Olympics if they take place, but they need to be informed. They don't need to be lied to by the Japanese government to say that there's no radiation risk. The risk is probably relatively small, uh, but the risk is there. Do you not sense resistance to your efforts to get the word out there uh, from Japan, especially when they, even with this coronavirus situation, seem very reluctant to offer much ground politically? Um, there's a challenge in Japan um, because of the structure of society, because of the politics, uh, the intimidation of the government towards the media that are critical. Uh, Abe's continued to remain popular. Um, at the same time, 70% of the Japanese people think that the Olympics should not go ahead because of the coronavirus. Uh, I think the Abe government was looking towards a relatively successful strategy of using the Olympics to communicate that Everything was returning to normal in Fukushima. And in many areas of Fukushima, life is sort of returning to normal, but it's a lot more complex than that. Um, but, you know, we've been working in Japan for 30 years. Um, I've been working in Japan for nearly 30 years. And we don't give up if, just because we get challenged by the government and just because it's difficult. Uh, these are fundamentally important issues. The Japanese people remain 
majority opposed to nuclear power, which is why Abe is pushing his agenda. Mm. Uh, and the opportunities for renewables are so enormous in Japan. It's the only way forward. Maybe the virus and the debate about the future of how we run economies, how we run societies, uh, maybe that will help push things along further in Japan. Sean Burney of Greenpeace Germany, thank you for sharing your account, which I hope people will take seriously and not just brush aside as being you know, something driven by a political agenda. And I know you've been raising this this concern for some time. It's uh, interesting that uh, coronavirus may have the same impact of, uh, of, of delaying the Olympics, even if people had been taking the nuclear situation more seriously. Thank you very much for taking the time. You're most welcome.